I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. Hello, everyone out there who is currently listening to Sick Boy Podcast. Jeremy here of the Sick Boy Podcast. Uh, I'm here without Brian and Taylor. Uh, we're kind of in the middle of of the, the holiday sort of uh, break. Uh, we've been kind of, we've been taking it real chill for the last couple of weeks, which has been nice. But I just wanted to chime in. It's right now, if you're listening to this, the day it was released. It's December 31st, 2018. Uh, there are only a few hours left to the year. And I just want to say on behalf of me, uh, Brian and Taylor, thank you. Thank you so much for, for making this one of the most incredible years of our lives. Uh, each and every one of you who, who tunes in every week, who, who listens to the show, who engages with us uh, through social media, you have all played this massive role in, in really changing our lives. And 2018 was the biggest year we've had, and I'm, I'm so gosh dang excited for what's to come in 2019. We got some cool stuff in the pipeline. Can't wait to share it with you. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you all so much. And I hope you had the most incredible year of your life this year too. Uh, we're going to finish the year off with a our final episode of 2018. A great conversation we had with a new friend. Her name is Milan. Uh, right here in Halifax, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. It was a really great conversation. I hope you love it as much as we did. And um, high five, y'all. High five. Absolutely love each and every one of you. Thank you so much for being a part of this weird and fun little project. See you on the other side. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. This week's guest is Milan. She has Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome. Let's talk about it. Well, this I got, I, I, I will preface with this. This is uh, just get it all out. Let's all cough. All on three. One, two, three. <laughs> all right, and and we're good. And okay, we're ready. So uh, super exciting uh, because this is the first time we've recorded in our new recording space. Yeah, we have an office now. Yep, and that's where we record downtown Halifax and do work at the bomb at the bottom of a hill. So if the sound quality is bad, get used to it. Yeah, no, I, you uh, know what? it sounds pretty good. It I'm does sound pretty good. I mean, we've got yeah. this little piece of soundproofing, guys. It was a joke. The makeshift uh, blind right there. Yep. Um, yeah, it, it is pretty fucking makeshift in here right yeah, now. It's pretty makeshift. Uh, we got to make it home. There's like 18 milk crates. There's milk crates everywhere. Milk everywhere. crates everywhere. Is that what is that probably one of the first things you as thought soon when as you I came walked in? in and the the like couple of really perfectly placed empty beer cans on the milk crates? Yeah, that's not us. That's Dave Culligan. I don't perfect. know what the fuck is wrong with him. Like Dave <laughs> yeah. Culligan has the worst decorating yeah. taste. He was like, oh yeah, I've got a bunch of empty cans at my apartment. I'm just gonna throw them <laughs> in the office here. This looks good. I like this instead of the recycling bin. This will definitely look great when clients come over to meet me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so, uh, Milen? Yeah, good job. Wait, what? Yeah, her name is Milen. It's very French. Wait, just how like, do you say it? Oh, I, I think I just he heard said you say before you no, came over. He was like, like my land? Like me? Yeah. Len. Like Guy-Len, but with... An M. With an M. Like, me, it's Milen. Me? No. me. So are you Milen? Yeah, like, do, you you prefer, you, do you prefer... Are you Milen? Or are you... Do you prefer... Milen. Okay. Milen. There's an, an N wow. at the end. Yeah, no, but you said it's super French. I am super French. Right, but when you say... When you say Guilain in French, you say Guilain. I, you know, I no, think you it, don't. Yeah, you do. Do you say Guilain? No, you actually don't. It's really? Guilain. Oh, it's A I N E. My There's whole an E at the end, so you pronounce down. the N. No, man, you're wrong. <laughs> I, I Maybe what you're going for Taylor is like the when someone says uh, uh, Afghanistan as a, as opposed to Afghanistan. Afghanistan? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just my name, like, which you would do. Taylor does all the time. I, like Taylor talks about it, Pakistan. He says Pakistan. I'm worldly. He's worldly. Yeah. So when you meet someone like uh, Mylan over here, he'll say <laughs> Mille. That's not it. Mille. It's just one name. Lazy. Okay. I so, think you're trying to so make it fancier than it is. Tell me about yourself, Mila. I, I, I thought when you said your name, I thought you were like Mila. And, and I was like, oh, me, Brian. <laughs> no. Holy fuck. No. So, Milan. Milan. Yeah. Uh, you are, you know, what's really, really great is that you, so we met the other night and you were like, I have Ellers Danlos. And I was like, fuck yeah, I know what that is. I, I know what that is too. And then I started thinking about it because we've recorded Ellers Danlos yeah. on the show maybe about two Dude, years ago t- now. Yeah, a while maybe, ago. Maybe more. Yeah. And, and, uh, and cause someone else was like, oh, what is that? And I was like, oh, well. I forget. Yeah. I don't remember uh, what, what Ellers... I, I know it's autoimmune. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy knows nothing. Wrong. Um, well, you're like, you're, you're extremely susceptible to like, to uh, like, l- is it ligament tears and, um, yeah. and like your, your joints? You're like hella flexible. I know yeah. that. Well, it'll, it just depends on the type that you have. Well, let's b- l- dive into it. Why don't okay. you give me your, your your best like elevator pitch to someone who goes, I have no fucking clue what Ehlers-Danlos okay. is. What is it to you? Um, so Ehlers-Danlos syndrome. So, okay, I'm going to pause you right there. Is it Milan or Milan? Stop. <laughs> is, it, is it Ehlers or No, dude, it's Ehlers. a Canadian affectation because, yeah, it because is. Joanne – Sorry, was it Joanna or Joanna? I'm having a fucking Joanna. Joanna. She when she when we recorded with her, she's from she's from uh, New Jersey, yeah. and she said Ellers, and yeah. then the Canadian, of course, goes Ehlers downloads. A- um, ah. The UK says Ehlers as well, but Australia says Ehlers. Mm. So well, this I, is very but confusing. There are two names because Super so someone saying it wrong. The Brits say aluminium, and that's insane. So. And it's also not right. Yeah, that's not right. right. So yeah. I thought it was right. No, I'm gonna go with Ehlers then. Wait, we say it again. I say Ehlers, but you said Ehlers. Ehlers. So I'm going to just say. You can call it EDS. Ehlers. I call it. I usually call it EDS. Why don't we all call it oh, something just different? Easier. Yeah. So let's we do satisfy that. everybody. Like I call it EDS three because my type is the third type. Okay. Sounds like a video game. All right. So yeah. EDS. What is EDS to you? Okay. So um, Ehlers is a. I'm sorry. Are we going with Ehlers or EDS? <laughs> oh, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, just call it Ehlers. Just call it Ehlers. Okay. Just call okay. it Ehlers. Okay. okay. I got it decided. We'll to it. Okay. Right. It's Ehlers now. Ehlers it is. Okay. It is a um, connective tissue disorder um, and it's at, well, sort of. Um, some of the types are genetic mutations, but that's usually quite rare, um, but it's just in our DNA and it's a faulty collagen gene. Oh right, the collagen. Yeah, oh so, dude, I've been I've been having so much collagen powder lately. 
It's really, it's a really good protein. It, Actually, for real, you've been taking collagen powder. Yeah, and you, what do you like? Put it in your like smoothies it. or something. Yeah. Yep, uh, in my coffee, it's really good. Cool. Eat, with Greek yogurt, collagen's hot right now. Yeah, yeah. it's so good right now. Um, Dylan, do you do that? Do you? Do I you sh- take. Oh, should. You I should. You should. Be? I should be. Um, but collagen takes a. In the normal healthy person, it would be like five to six months for you to even start to see a difference, mm. like skin, hair, nails, that kind of thing. Um, joint problems for me. It just tastes too gross for me to commit to it for you, that long. Do you want a uh, collagen powder hack? Yeah, yeah. Ooh, but this ours. isn't this isn't this is not a flavor <laughs> hack. This is a, a, a spending less money on it hack. From where? Bulk burn. Does it taste like plastic? Yeah, it tastes it tastes it, like collagen I mean, powder. It, it, tastes collagen like, powder. it tastes like the bin yeah. which it comes in at bulk burn. At bulk burn, it's, I it's, can't commit to it. It's too gross. It's an extreme. Um, it's very expensive. Mm. And uh, wait, you, so so when you put this shit in a drink, it doesn't it doesn't like it just tastes like garbage. I mean, you can put it in stuff, and I figure I that you wouldn't. But I don't eat very much or drink very much, so it would be difficult for me to get it enough in my body for me to see. Different. I don't find that it tastes that bad. Um, I put like eight grams in my coffee in the morning, and I drink quite a bit of coffee, so it's not that bad. But um, <laughs> you're the, like offended by I it. I don't like it. The, uh, <laughs> the price hack is um, it's not something that I would ever do. <laughs> he says a with a wink. I didn't wink, <laughs> but uh, you fucking steal it. <laughs> I just walk in and take it. Something no, I would never do. No, but I've heard that I heard that uh, people will sometimes like change the the price of like the collagen powder number with like uh, like rice flour or something. Oh like my, that. that's oh, people stealing do that. At, people do that at like winners. That is oh, yeah. stealing. Or, like, I, used to, I used to do that. Yeah, uh, I used to do that with. Um, that is exactly what stealing <laughs> is. Yeah, I I don't do it anymore. But that's I used why to do I, it. I don't do it. I used to do it with uh, like ca- if I got cashews, I'd put on that I that they were like peanuts. You know, I'd put like the peanut yeah. number on it. Okay, but you like, don't anymore. I don't anymore, but I did. Cheaters, just, awful. <laughs> yeah. All right, so so tell us more about your uh, EDS and and how it like how it it basically presents itself in your body. Yeah. So for me, well, collagen for one is our one of our most um, important types of proteins that we have in our body. Um, I kind of describe it as like our glue that sticks everything together. Um, so. For me, with type 3, it's called um, hypermobility. So I'm flexible everywhere. Mm. Um, so it's not just like a normal amount of like stretching flexibility, but all of my joints um, just go farther than they are supposed to. Is that like, <clears throat> does that make you susceptible to injury? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, like you can, you can easily tear ligaments yeah. or... So I, well, technically, <clears throat> I've been really lucky because I've never had any real damaging injuries but as i've gotten older um my flexibility has started to affect me more like acutely so uh, like for example today at the moment while i'm talking um two day two nights ago i just started getting like really bad pains in my abdomen and i know now that they're like my two little floating ribs so they're they're like two ribs on either side that don't like connect to your back Mm -hmm. they um subluxate so they like come in and out of it's the joint like the little socket mm-hmm. rubs up against my diaphragm so then i get a lot of pain in my stomach that sounds painful that yeah. sounds awful it's not even that it's painful it's just a lot of discomfort so for me i got really lucky in a way because i don't have any like real full dislocations very often mm-hmm. except for my hip um i just they kind of just go in and out and they just kind it's- of like fit 
fit themselves back in. Except for your hip. That sounds like kind of Like intense. the worst one. Yeah, but it's uh, it's flexible enough now or like the, the, the muscle and like the ligaments around the joint are so overstretched now that I'm able to like mm. pop it back into place. No problem. So we Jesus. have, so we have like a, <clears throat> our reference point for this is, is, is somebody from, you know, two years ago that we recorded with this and, and, um, and if I'm remembering correctly, the way that she n- knew that it was, that she was dealing with something, um, that was, that was, you know, negatively affecting her was that she got hurt. Yeah. Or I think and and then I think and then that kind of led down to yeah. the diagnosis. How did you figure out that you had it if you did you get hurt or you said you didn't really have you've never had any like significant injuries yeah. from it? So I um was a dancer. Um I started ballet when I was 3. Um, but I was seven when I first started talking about a lot of pain to my mom. Mm. Um, but looking back now, because it's a genetic condition, because I was born with it, um, which I think like it all started like when I was in my mom's belly. Mm-hmm. Um, we look back now and like from the moment I was born, there was something off. Um, I was a really, really quiet baby. And we kind of assume now that's because my jaw was always really sore. Like to, I have a, like another permanent dislocation on my left side of my jaw. A so, permanent dislocation. Like I can't, I can't fully get it back in unless I have surgery. But does your jaw click a lot when you eat and chew? Um, it doesn't even click. I just can't open it all the way. So oh. I can't get it. I can't open it to the point where it'll click. Right. Because then I would like not be able to get it back in at all. So I just kind of like leave it. So, like, what's really the ba- What's the biggest you can open your mouth? <laughs> like right there. Oh my god! Really? Oh my god! She's like Cameron Marcus. Yeah, Maybe Cameron can, Marcus has. I can like I can like push it. <clears throat> Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, no one can whoa. see this. But yeah, so to when, open you, it when more. you first open your mouth as far as you could, you literally, you look like you're just about to say yeah. the word like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an inch. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. It like really inch. lightly. Like right you know there. what I'm saying? Uh, and then, yeah. But then when you actually, when you like rammed your, your fist like, into the yeah. side of your head. I can feel and then where the it, joint it looks is. like you were going, yeah. ah. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's trying like, to use sound it's like the, to really like yeah. make people at home go, oh yeah, I get it. You, you know, or like when like um, people like they do that weird <laughs> yeah. thing where they like move their jaw from side to side, like that. Like that's what I have to do pretty much is I have to shove it all the way over. I hurt my jaw when I did to that. open it up. Oh. Yeah, my jaw clicks when I eat. Yeah, which like, is like clunk, normal. Clunk, clunk. Is that normal? Yeah, that's pretty normal. Yeah. Like normal wear and tear. Mine doesn't, but I mean, whatever. Mine does like every bite. It's like clunk, clunk, clunk. Yeah, mine doesn't. Does that annoy mm-hmm. you? Fuck yeah. yeah. It's so annoying. Yeah. I mean, it would because one day I, oh, that's, that, that's, that's not worse. annoying. Like, that's, that's fucking, worse. That's, that's revolting. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? There's a lot of people that just listen to you do that, Taylor. <laughs> and I hope Donovan fucking jacked it up so that those people <laughs> hate you more than they already oh. hate you. Whoa. Hey, why would they already hate me? <laughs> they Taylor, listen to the show. Taylor, They're yeah. fans. You're, you're, you're hated. Jared just took some money out of your emotional piggy bank. So I just want to tell you that your haircut looks good. Aww. Oh, that's so sweet of you. Hey, you Brian. know who did that haircut? Yeah, you? I don't care who did it. I'm telling, you, <laughs> telling him that guess it looks who, good. Guess who that's wear, okay. Guess who that's wears okay. it. You gave me some of the fucking emotional piggy bank coins right there because I cut it. <laughs> so thank you very much, Brian. <laughs> I got a lot of money to give out emotionally. Sorry. So you were sorry. We we got slightly off track because of the jaw. Uh, but right, you were right, talking right, about right. you were you you were a dancer, and you said when you were seven that mm-hmm. you started to complain about it being yeah. like, pretty painful. So it started in my feet and we just assumed that it was growing 
pains. Mm. Um, some stupid doctor told me that my plate and my heel, um, my feet were growing too fast and like just nothing could catch up to it. So I was just getting a lot of cramping. Um, and it kind of moved up from there when I was, I think it was like 12, 13, mom brought me to more of a specialist, but I'm from Moncton. So we don't have a whole lot of resources there. Mm. Um, and I was only 14 when I started going to the IWK. So I was only diagnosed with this on my, it was my before last appointment at the IWK when I was 19. So, oh, so it took, it took a, a long good time. Five it years took me to five get... years for me to get into the genetics team. Oh, wow. Um, so it took a while. <clears throat> and are growing pains real? No. Is uh, that a, is that uh, an actual they're, thing? Oh, they're I real. Think so. I think they are. I don't know. I don't have, I have just yeah. as much I don't know stuff either, but when to you back just, it up, you just were I like, oh, say. it was growing pains. Yeah. I was going, is that like, they is are that the equivalent real. of, of the, don't go outside with wet hair because yeah. you'll get a cold. No, they are real, but they stop at some point. Okay. Um, okay. And I feel like it'd be so fucking hard to diagnose a kid with something because yeah. there's so many moving well, parts. Well, that's what happened. Um, Especially so if you got growing pains my all My family yeah. doctor at the time refused to send me to the IWK. He was just one of those. So my mom brought me to... <laughs> just one of those. Yeah, that's my so mom um, brought me to a neurologist. We didn't have an appointment, I don't even think. And she just sat and said, we're going to wait. And when I got into the appointment, he looked at me and said, well, she's a kid. Why is she here? Why is she not mm. at the hospital? Like, why is she not in Halifax? Um, which is exactly what we needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it took me a while for that referral to go through as well. To get to the IWK. Yeah. And this is when you're 14. I got in when I was 14. You got in when you were 14. Yeah, yeah. this is interesting. Um, uh, I didn't realize this, but according to WebMD. Growing pains? It seems that growing pains actually only hap- occur in the legs. Yeah. I had growing pains. Yeah. I didn't a lot know, of people I didn't do. Know it it would be legs. like in the back of your knee and your calf. Right. Typically. Okay, interesting. Growing yeah. pains usually start in early childhood around age three or four, but they tend to strike mm. again at age eight mm. to 12. Yeah. I, I, I felt think, it in my knees a little bit. I, I have Osgood Schlatter disease. I think it was also a successful. Is that, actually, is that real? What is that? I think, it, I think that's what it's called. Did you say you had or you have? I, I think have. That's the Ryan, thing. we've been doing this podcast That's called Sick, Sick Boy, Boy for yeah. three years. And you never, uh, you've never I, been a subject? I, the, whole, I, the, the whole thing <laughs> was that I was sick and that you guys were healthy. Well, I've, I told and then you, you that kind of had like anxiety a little bit for a, a bit, but then you figured it out. I had a heart condition when I was a baby. What the fuck, guys? I told you that a thousand times. Never on the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, if I don't hear it on the show. Dude, I've brought it up like, dude. Now, please, What's, listeners, tell how me, many times has Taylor brought this fucking thing up on the show? Like a thousand times. Brian, tell me about, um, uh, uh, what was it called? Or, or Schwarzenegger's Schlager's disease? Osgood Schlatter's. It's where you got the bump on your knee, yeah, right? Yeah, bump on your knee right here. And it's really painful? Well, yeah. I see that. Yeah. yeah. I remember because you were always like, oh, my Osgood's hurt. And I was like, what the fuck is that? My Osgood's hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I started calling my balls my Osgood's. It looks like an extra kneecap um, just under your knee. It does look like and, that. Uh, and like Ew. it was when I was like 16. It's really common. I, know, right? in, it's uh, yeah, it's <laughs> I think common in guys, but possibly gender might not matter. But um, it's uh, it can be really painful when you're like 16, 17 years old and you have were growing you a, pains. Were you a left paddler? Yeah, but I have in both knees. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Both knees. Mm-hmm. But that's why it was aggravated <sighs> in my left knee more, and then that's how I got diagnosed. Cool story. Yeah, but th- we're not here to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so so you, it took, it took a, a, a chunk of time for you to get into this um, 
You say the genetics team? Yeah. So I was a patient at the IWK pain clinic. So I had, um, well, now I'm at the QE2 and I have a similar group of people. Um, But at the time there was um, an anesthesiologist, physio and nurse, psychology and occupational, I think. Sure. Um, Sounds similar to the CF clinic. Yeah. Just like a support system. A team of doctors. They all have their own specialty and they Mm -hmm. all kind of like check in on you to make sure. And um, I was an outpatient. And so throughout high school, I was here usually like once a week. Um, But then as I became an adult at 19, they transferred me over to the QE2, which is what I have um, now. The diagnosis obviously helps a lot because it answers a lot of questions. But having Ehlers as a diagnosis is actually not that simple because Ehlers is just the collagen deficiency. It's everything else that comes with it. So my treatment wouldn't really have been any different, which is a little bit... um, Reassuring, I guess. Can that look really different from person to person? Yeah. Right. Very different. Um, (coughs) The different different types as well are very different. Right. Um, I am just about the most normal looking person I think ever Um, because I don't – like I just don't show it. I just look really small. Mm -hmm. Um, What's really interesting is that you and our past guests with Ehlers have a very similar sort of like – Composition is that like is that yeah. like body like body type? Yeah, yeah. Like you're both very sl- like slender, yeah. uh, very like sharp features, um, which is a characteristic. Is it? Yeah. Okay, that was it my is. question. Yeah, yeah, it is. That was I was wondering that because I was I was like, I was kind of waiting for a place to to, to slip in with that because it was like very very similar mm-hmm. in terms of like your features and your and your body type, but yeah. but not like not different compared to like anybody, but similar when you. When you think about yeah. the two put yeah. side by why side. Why is that? Why? Why? Why is that? Um, but then there's also the complete opposite because my naturopath has a couple of Ehlers patients and they're all like very different, like a lot taller, have a lot more weight than I do. So I, it just depends on the type. It depends want, on the yeah, symptoms. Crazy. Um, but there are a lot of similarities just because of the makeup of our composition. Like our if our... Um, like connective tissue, which would be your muscles and your ligaments and tendons and all that stuff are overstretched, then everything is very close to the bone, essentially. Mm-hmm. So you get those really sharp features. Mm. Was there a time where where you stopped dance because of, of, yeah. of the, I mean, maybe not the diagnosis because you were 19. Yeah. But like, did you stop because of the pain or did you stop yeah. because the... The, the team was like, we don't know what's going on, but maybe you shouldn't dance. So I stopped. My, my parents started to realize how sick I was when I said, Mom, I think I have to stop dancing. Um, so I danced mm. until I was in grade 10, which was my – it was like in the first year of being at the IWK. And my doctors didn't want to say, Milan, stop dancing, but they certainly didn't support it. Um, but they also didn't support no movement either. Mm. So that was like a really fine line. Um, but I just couldn't do it anymore. That's, that's yeah. kind of confusing. And like, it's, kinda, yeah. it's also, I mean, you're moving it, into some pretty competitive territory in dance yeah. at that age, right? Dan- Man. Which is very I mean, dance intense. is amazing and, and awesome and beautiful, but also what a fucking Yeah. And like I was in, I was in. in point shoes, so... Yeah. 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 But I have a lot of answers because I was always a jumper. Like ballerinas are usually like jumpers or spinners. And I couldn't do a pirouette to save my life because I had no balance because I 
I'm not able to activate any of the muscles that I'm supposed to be activating because I just sit in my joints. Mm. So that's <clears throat> so like you're very flimsy, sort yeah. of. Yeah, like yeah. I have I I have no muscle. Like, like stability I have no, is a is yeah. a big issue for you. Yeah. You should try CrossFit. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Definitely yeah. bear my, some my, weight on those yeah, joints. My uh, wrist break. <laughs> it only took him twenty two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> um, First he came in here with the salami and the broccoli that smelled like farts, and then yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, a question, kind of a question, actually, to sort of piggyback on what yeah. Brian said. But like, are you are you encouraged to to work on strengthening your muscles? Oh, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So, I mean, I'm never going to be able to cure it. That's just like in my DNA. Although there's still no genetic test for my type, so they're assuming that it's in my DNA, but it might actually not Wait, be. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, what? so Ehlers hypermobility, which is what I have, is the only type that doesn't have a genetic test for it yet. Um, so, so the type of the on. type of EDS that you have that I have. Yeah. So there's like a vascular type, which yeah. would be like vascular system, and they can do take a you know blood test or whatever, and they yeah. look at it and they go ah, right there, that's see that little is. abnormality? Yeah. That's that. But mine type. doesn't yet. So, with, so, with, so you're you literally have the like the dark matter of yeah I do of EDS yeah. where they go I like the odd one it's I mean it exists mm-hmm. but we don't know and it's in this family seen it and yeah. we can't yeah. but like, hypermobility is the most common type of it and it's the only one that does still doesn't have hmm. a genetic test for it that so there's like it's like bonkers. a it's like a scale and you have to meet all of the points so it's not like a spectrum okay um i can't remember i think there's like 11 points and they are like pretty sure between like 8 and 11 but for a full diagnosis it's you got to hit all of them do you hit all 11 yeah, like without fail, like oh, flying uh, colors. Okay. Was great. Do, you, do yeah. you remember what those are? Um, they were like flexibility um, points. There was um, like basic like sensory tests, like when they like run like a sharp thing over like the bottom of your feet and that kind of stuff. Right. Um, Whoa, why, just very, why that? Why, why would like hypersensitivity like that be um, something? So with this type of flexibility, 99% of us experience severe widespread chronic pain, which is what my main symptom is, Mm -hmm. which is why I started going obviously. But, um, when you're, when you're in pain, your adrenaline levels obviously like shoot right up. So I am in a constant state of fighting, not like running Mm -hmm. away. Mm -hmm. So my adrenaline levels are so high and that can really screw up with your like sensory system. Probably like most things. Too. Yeah. And everything else. <laughs> like adrenaline, yeah. like yeah. a constant adrenaline yeah. rush. I haven't experienced that much adrenaline yeah. uh, lately, but Brian and I had this crazy experience where, like, long story short, this we found a guy dead in a bathroom in Calgary Airport oh. and uh, brought okay. him back and brought him back to life. Wait, so he wasn't dead? Well, we thought he was dead. Well, Turns out, I mean, he, he, you know, clinically he could have been dead. Yeah, I don't know. We did too. CPR on him. He came back to life. But I know that that's. I know that I'm just totally leaving. But the that with some details, amount but is like what I have all the time. <laughs> yeah, and it, so and it's tiring. We came down from it. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, in a. I yeah. was fucked I up. Bet. Like it was, and that's the first time I felt adrenaline in so long. And like yeah. just when you said that, I was like, holy shit! So, Remember so you, coming down from mm-hmm. that and being like, I was shaking yeah. and like I couldn't focus and everything was mm-hmm. everything you, was confusing. Do you feel like um, like chronic fatigue because of that? Yeah. So. Like I was saying, that's the most difficult thing is Ehlers is my diagnosis, but it doesn't tell you what your symptoms are going to be. The symptoms Mm. are completely based on like your experience and your person. Um, So I am not a sleeper. Before I was on 
I'm taking like a That's medication. A funny thing to say. I don't. <laughs> I literally didn't sleep. Like I, when I was a baby, I didn't sleep in high school. Like I just wouldn't go to bed. What do you like now? What do you mean? What do you mean you wouldn't go to bed? I can't. I just can't sleep. So what would because you do? Dude, that's what I, Kyla's like. I Well, then they give you the whole, like, you know, do a routine and brush your teeth at the same time and all that stuff. But, like, no teenager wants to do that. So I would just, well, even now, if I don't sleep, I just, like, go on the couch. How old are you? 26. Okay. So were you, like, just, you just staying up just, like, like on my MSN? Average, and, like, yeah, <laughs> all, like, that's just what I did. And, like, I try to read, but I just don't sleep. Now you, you should you should listen Not to really. that. Uh, you still don't sleep. I mean, I'm on a medication now, but it's really tricky because if I take it too late, I'm groggy in the morning. Have I, you fucked with the like, especially since it's now legalized across the country? Have you have you messed well, with like the, THC? I'm, I'm taking a, a synthetic um, <coughs> THC at night. A synthetic sleep. THC? Whoa, that's that's some scary shit, man. I've heard some like. I mean, I'm sure you get it from a very reputable source. Uh, yeah, but, I do. Uh, where actually, where are you getting your synthetic? Um, I my so my doctor at the QE2 works really closely with um, Peter Ford at Ford's Apothecary in okay. um, Moncton um, through pharmacy because it's okay. all compounded. So he kind of compounds it with what her um, suggestions are, I guess. Whoa. Um, I'm on methadone for pain management. Whoa. Which I'm, Damn. The only, I'm like the 2% of people that take methadone for what its actual purpose. Holy manoli. Yeah. So, is that and because I'm, it's so you're in such bad yeah. pain all the so time? So when I was little, um, so when your adrenaline levels are that high up all the time, your body is like, telling you that there's something wrong and is like doing everything in its power to tell you that something is wrong and you need to deal with it. So I had a lot of flu-like symptoms. So for the longest time, my parents just thought I was like just sick all the time. Yeah, I always had fevers. I was throwing up all the time. Oh I'd God. throw up so my ribs would dislocate. So then I would get more sick. I'd get dehydrated. Oh it was just God. a big Whoa. old shebang. But now that I'm on method, watch at the IWK I started on like painkillers that just didn't really do anything because it was children. So there's limits on what you can give kids. But the methadone takes away like that sick feeling. So then I'm just left with like very specific problems. So I'm very functional. Right. Well, for the most for the most part. But um so it helps, but then I have to deal with like sweating nonstop. Is and that like what methadone with, does? Yeah. With being on methadone for like a prolonged period of time. So is I've been dangerous? on for four years. Um it's not dangerous as long as I have a my pharmacist compounds it with something else that like kind of tricks your brain into the like mental addiction parts of it. But I still have like a physical habit, obviously. So after a while, there is like other things like I've learned that methadone, um, kind of depletes your testosterone levels and protein sticks to testosterone. So I'm having a lot of trouble gaining weight and I'm like actively losing, and I don't have an appetite to begin with. So obviously that will help. Have you tried anything like like Ensure or anything like that? Like that's a, that's an issue that I deal with as yeah, well. And but, they're like, drink Ensure. And when yeah. I do, I'm like, oh, there goes my weight. Yeah. Oh. Um, I Not really. I have um, – so Ehlers comes – luckily comes with something called um, gastroparesis, which is just your stomach's like inability to process foods very well. Holy shit. There's so many things <laughs> going on yeah. now. I mean, yeah, I'm like, like – whoa. <laughs> I do I, I, I know it started so simple. Yeah, I know. <laughs> before before we like like snowball into yeah. all the other things, I do want to. I, I just something that kind of came up that I find so fascinating is that um, EDS. I mean, and especially the the way that you are describing how it affects you, it's it's basically the 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 inverse of of Fiona um, with with Addison's. 
Because yeah. Addison's disease, yes, she doesn't, she doesn't produce adrenaline. Right. So she's walking through the world just like, yeah. you know, a fucking lion could pop out of the around the corner and try to eat her, and she'd be like, "Oh, I'm okay. guessing this is bad." But I <laughs> yeah, actually, but my body know. does not. Is not <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I can't quite figure it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that ha- that brings on a whole host full of fucking issues for her. Yeah. But then you, on the other hand, you're like your adrenaline is way up there through the roof yeah. all the time, and that comes with this other incredibly, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. Complex, yeah. Hostful. Of, How do you feel about issues? Halloween. I hate Halloween, but also this is just that a sad just story. <laughs> Normally, I e- was you- either dancing or I was like too sick because I can't eat the candy or like any of the food because I just get sick, so I never right. wanted to go. But can you fuck with like scary stuff, scary movies and stuff like that? No, I can't. Does that? Would that make too much her, adrenaline? I know. Dude. I, know but I, that, I live a scary I, movie I, I, every day. Yeah. I feel like I feel like if your adrenaline is that high, watching a scary movie is like child's play no i mean i don't i don't like feel like ex- i don't feel it you don't feel it at no all. Right. like i don't like, like feel even, excited no or like feel like right. like mm-hmm. mentally that doesn't affect, I mean, it doesn't like it doesn't affect me that way you don't you don't look like you're walking around like you don't look like right now you're firing at like a hundred on no. the adrenaline level I'm not. Like, when you said the thing about having all the adrenaline all the yeah. time i was like well you're not it, it's as like, intense of a person as no, i think you would like, be oh. no in, yeah in my body <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right, like trying That's to fight so it interesting. off. It, yeah. it's, it the thing I think is interesting is when you first started talking about your EDS, it seemed like you were like, yeah, it's not that bad comparatively. Like, kind of downplaying it a little bit, but but now that you talk but about, but I your think I've just I've been able to learn to take my symptoms and like compare them to what other people experience, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I mine's a walk in the park compared to other people. Right. Okay. I. From like from my perspective, I from think an outside be, perspective, that could be helpful or yeah. or not, yeah. depending on which sure. way you yeah. it. And it sounds like for you, that's a pretty helpful way to look at it, yeah. and and a healthy way to look yeah. at it. But like, has it been emotionally challenging? Like, especially learning about this yeah. in the last seven years and um, understanding what you're you're living with. I think that I I never realized how lonely like having a chronic illness is because yeah. of how much I have to plan for my life, I guess. Mm. Like, f- just for example, today, I had to be here at 7. I woke up at 8, and I was like, well, I can't do anything because I can't risk getting a migraine or, like, getting sick or, like, worsening my stomach. So I literally just, like, laid flat on my bed for, like, 12 hours and, like, waited to come here. Wow. So Ugh. it's, like, tiring. It's tiring, and it's lonely, and then I get bored. S- sorry we ruined your day. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. We could have we could have scheduled you Did you watch? Did have to come. <laughs> Did you watch any movies or anything? Yeah, like, I mean, I... Okay. No, yeah, dude, no. Like, she just laid there. I just laid there and Looking waited. at the ceiling. You don't want to do... For this. Any, you, you don't want to risk a single at thing. At all. Like, you just lay... I don't even want to blink. Your arms like this. Like this. Which I do. Really? Yeah, people call me out on it all the time, but it's actually quite comfortable. You're crossing your arms across. across. There's no, a there's a name it. for that. It's like a hug. So. And uh, actually, do you guys, like when you're in a coffin? You want to yeah. know something really fucking crazy? Coffin hug. Uh, you know how vampires sleep like this too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So basically, crossing your arms over your chest for people who can't. Sleep. Everybody knew when you said how vampires sleep. <clears throat> yes, that way. Uh, dead bodies sometimes naturally go in to this uh, this shape. Wow. They just naturally go. And I think that's where it came from, why vampires do See, that. I come from, I, like you guys, that's I come crazy. from a yogic background, and I always thought dead bodies just were flat on their backs with their palms up towards the ceiling, totally I relaxed. A, I think that's a myth about a myth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You got deep there. 
Sick Boy Podcast. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Are you tired of hearing the same old wellness advice? It's time to dig deeper and listen to America Dissected from Crooked Media, the podcast that's cutting into the science, culture, and policy that shapes our health. From doctors fighting for their rights to the surprising truths about sunscreen, America Dissected dives deep into the state of health. Tune in every Tuesday for new episodes of America Dissected, available on all major podcast platforms. So let's come back to to the snowballing of shit that goes on with yeah. you. I, I'm I am really fascinated about this this methadone thing. Yeah. Um. What what else do you take? Like what are what's so you, you take methadone yeah. and that's for the pain. Yeah. You take synthetic THC and that's for the the for sleeping. But that's for sleeping. Yeah. So that's like for nerves. Sorry. Yeah. With with um <clears throat> synthetic THC, does that that get you like high? Dude. Um, I get groggy, but I wouldn't say I'm high. I just like feel like I took a Benadryl. There's like an issue in the States or there has been over the last like couple of years with th- synthetic THCs fucking people mm-hmm. up like oh, really? bath salts. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's like super, like real bad super bananas. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, that, like the like stuff that you're not, the stuff that but you're I also not feel like that's maybe no, not no, no, in no, a pharmacy. It, n- yeah. No, no. It's stuff you're <laughs> yeah. getting from like, yeah. from, you know, so essentially what down, it does like is up, it up north in the woods. Yeah. Jed. It just like active or it, um, triggers this like cannabinoid receptors in your body the same way that right. like taking it naturally yeah. would. Yeah. You're getting the safe stuff. Um, yeah. And it's less expensive. Oh, cool. Yeah. But there's no coverage. There's one, there's no coverage for methadone unless you're an addict, which so I'm not, get, so I don't you, get covered. What do you pay per month um, or year? Well, I was or? taking it three times a day for like four years, and it was like oh, 120 oh. Methadone a month. is a month. only covered if you're addicted to drugs. So Whoa. do you want a quick story? Okay, well, yes. Hold on. Before you say that, before you go to that story, that is crazy that it's – it. Was, you know. said before that it was designed for yeah. the way that you're using so, it. This something like they it started out as a drug for epilepsy. Um, people with epilepsy tend to have a lot of chronic pain because of the muscle tension. So it wasn't helping with the seizures, but it was helping a lot with the pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and so after that trial, it really was just for pain management. Um, but because it's an opiate with a lot less obvious, um, like there's less of a high, um, then it started to be like the drug to wean off of mm-hmm. heroin and cocaine and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> when I was still living in New Brunswick, I signed up for the New Brunswick drug plan um, and they told me that it would be covered. So I ended up actually having to pay an extra like $17 a month for this drug plan because they wouldn't cover it. And the girl on the phone when I called to complain said, which I know she was just reading off of a script in front of a computer, but she said, drop your doctor and just go to the methadone clinic, get a vial, and you'll be fine. So she essentially wanted me to get off of my like controlled drug with my doctor and pharmacist, grab a liquid form of methadone, chug it down, rot my teeth because it would be free. But I have to pay a Sorry, month. What did you say about your teeth? Well, if you're taking an opiate, just liquid, it's literally just going to eat at your gums and your teeth, which is a lot of the time why like oh. they, you know, addicts struggle obviously with their physical yeah. health because of the drug addiction <clears throat> so i was like well that's not exactly what i want to do that's not the that's not your Whoa. scenario like, no at all sense. So, i hope that i hope that that was more from her head and not from a script I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping i hope so but i've heard it on multiple occasions because it's a lot easier to get it which is not to say that like 
addicts don't need help as well. But do you think she was? I, I'm on do you it think for that the same. She was thinking, oh, this this woman's an addict. Could have and been. She needs Maybe methadone. it just wouldn't have been the right answer right. for anyone calling. Man, I'm them. kind of interested, and I, I kind of oh. want to put this out to the listeners because um, I've been way more interested in this since my my mom's um, like experience now living post cancer. Uh, so she pays like $150 every two weeks for catheters yeah, that she wild. needs for the rest of her life. Yeah. And and yeah, she needs them crazy. and they're not covered. <laughs> and if she doesn't go on Seniors Day for a discount at Lawton's, then she pays an extra $55. So if she can't go that day every two weeks, yeah, that's yeah, a sick wild. deal. It's an extra $55. Seniors Day, when's that? Um, Wednesdays, Wednesdays at, at Lawton's. Yeah. Nice, very yeah, nice. That's great. You okay. should definitely go. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Jer, how do you plan on getting that discount? Oh, but, dude, uh, have you seen the mask that I have at my house? So, the old man mask? No. <laughs> well, it's actually, it's an old nun. It's a nun, okay, but her eyes are all white. that would be enough to like... And this guy gave me out. a hard time for changing the fucking number on the cashews. <laughs> <laughs> this, guy's putting on a, this guy's putting on a fucking mask and going to Seniors Day at Shoppers Drug Mart. So, an acting degree, I put it to use so in the best ways I can. The, thing that, the thing that, honestly, I, I, I'm really curious... T- to know what are some of the other things that Canadian healthcare doesn't cover. Oh, so um, like tweet at us or or even send me an email at the podcast, brian at sickboypodcast.com. Yeah, we don't care. Jeremy and I don't give a shit. Well, so. I don't know if you guys do or not, but I can share it with you guys. You can too. also text Brian at 902-555-5555. Yeah, yeah do that <laughs> He would have been yeah. so pissed if he actually gave his number out. We used to yeah. do that all the time when uh, we started the show. Okay. Definitely cannot be doing that now. <laughs> so so um, I, I'd like to, I, I kind of like to take it upon myself to put together a list of like some of the crazy things that I've are not I've got about covered. like 25. Man, yeah. I'm sure there's yeah. no shortage but, of things. Shit yeah. that would blow your mind. I know, like the right? fact that you like. Okay, I'm not saying that it should be covered for you and not for addicts. No, but why it is it not for covered everyone. for you? Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, it I, I mean, I'm sure that there's some like super complex fucking math that goes on in terms of how they decide what's covered and what's not. I'm sure there is, and I don't fucking get it. But still, shit is crazy. well. Coverage is one thing, but it's a lot more discriminatory when it goes by case by case basis because. There's there's literally no chance of me ever getting it covered. There just isn't. Um, even if I at first they said that it wasn't covered because I have it compounded with another drug to make me not emotionally or like cognitively addicted to it, which one is insane because why do you want that on yeah. someone? <laughs> what? So I contacted them and I said, well, what if I split the two and I only have a capsule for my methadone and I only have a capsule for my naltrexone, which is the other that's drug that's in it. That's what they mix it with. Okay. Yeah. Um, and they were like, well, no, because then it would be more expensive because you'd have like the drug alone. <laughs> anyway, it's it doesn't make any yeah, sense. It, it just sounds it, yeah. like a bunch of instead of di- like, instead of figuring malarkey. out yeah instead of figuring out a plan for it, which would be complicated because it's obviously a case by case basis, like dosage and mixtures and all of that kind of stuff. They just say we're not going to cover it for anyone right. to make it easier. How how many times like a uh, um, a year or a month like are you? Like, do you get hospitalized much or? I or? used to a lot. Yeah. I was in the hospital all the time. Um, a lot of the time too, though, my mom would just kind of wait it out. Um, and when I was in the seventh grade, I think I probably only went to school like four or five months of the year because I would throw up six or seven nights of the week because mm. I was just sick all the time. Um, now I've like hit my record where in the last two years, I think I've only, Twice, yeah. You've only thrown up twice? So, but, like, uh, congratulations to me. I moved out 
um, a year and a half ago. Um, my roommate and I moved here in June of 2017. From Moncton. From Moncton, um, <clears throat> which is my biggest like accomplishment to mm-hmm. date. Um, two That's weeks everybody's in. biggest accomplishment who's left Moncton. Yeah, who has left Moncton. Let's just say what it is, everyone. If you left Moncton, you won. Good job. Yeah, we're in it. I'm joking. Yeah. I'm joking. I'm we not. love you, Moncton. We love you. So um, I remember when you almost opened a yoga studio there? Uh, in Moncton? Yeah. yeah. I do. Yeah. That, that was a time. Can I you could, nix the idea real quick? Uh, it definitely yeah. got next. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it <laughs> quick, though. It wasn't a quick decision. It wasn't um, quick, but... but I moved here. <clears throat> um, I made a really stupid call, and I took a job that I should not have taken. Um, it, was, it was like powerlifting or something? No. <laughs> no, it was sitting in front of a computer. It was just at a call center, um, which I can't do because of, like, having something, like, touching my head like that and being in front of a computer. Who can do... No. Exactly. Yeah. Who can be at a call center? Yeah, exactly. No one's built for it. So then put someone like me who has like issues with like my neck and my eye. oh okay. There's got you got to be like you got to be like LeBron James, Dude, like if I can- phenom of that yeah. to be able to and do like that. perfect posture. Yeah, and like no eye strain, <laughs> like that. I could do it. Yeah, that works. Um, but yeah, two weeks in, um, I ended up in the hospital with a migraine. Right. Um, Migraines are not to be fucked with. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then in May again so that was twice in a year which is the right. least that I've ever had to and well that's amazing I'm, do you think moving out played a role in that um having some independence was definitely nice to have yeah. but it was very new so it took it was a big adjustment period what was what was the biggest like logistical um challenge living with your illness and moving out um I had to make sure that my apartment had an elevator um knowing that I had like a support around, which is huge. So um, when I'm going to like bring my roommate into it, when I met her, instantly we had that connection where I knew I could trust her Mm. because I've never been alone before. So I needed to like be with someone or be around someone who I could trust to like take on my burden I guess as well if ever Mm -hmm. um so that was like a really big thing is just being confident in that because I didn't have my parents anymore yeah um cooking is really difficult just from like holding utensils and like doing that kind of stuff so it's like day to day gets like it's just painful or or you get exhausted uh no it's pain well I'm always I don't know what exhaustion is I just always am yeah I don't really know I mean, you know, they give you the diagnosis of like chronic fatigue syndrome, but I think that's just kind of an umbrella and it has a cause right. that's from something else. Yeah. Because um, a lot of people get that diagnosis, but a lot of the time after like, you know, you're, they don't let you go after that. There's something else. Yeah. So mm. I'm just, I'm it always seems tired. To be like a, it seems to be like a f- like fibromyalgia. It's kind of well, yeah. this like mystery. It's, it's like an umbrella term. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they don't want to leave you without a diagnosis, <clears throat> but they also know that there's like more testing to be yeah. done. So I'm tired, but like I'm not a, I can't really write anymore. Mm. I have like this little way that I have to hold things um, or else they what just kind of fall. How do you write? I like will hold it like this. So I like my palms open. Because so it's like just like, like painful that. for yeah, you. Yeah, like I can't, I can't like pinch my ha- like my hand together for very long. So then like that sucks because like like I love doing my makeup and it like I won't have to get ready like an hour and a half before I have to be anywhere to like if I want to do my hair and my right. face and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So how <clears throat> I mean this is probably a good segue of like how does it affect you socially? Like because so we met at we met that was the first at, time like, I ever I went like, out yeah in like forever. 
nights in Halifax. That you thought that was you thought month. that was good. Well, I mean, like I just mean that it's like I wanted to <laughs> leave a, as a, soon as I got there. It's a fuckload of people. <laughs> was it doing damage? It was doing damage. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a big fan oh, of doing it was damage. Bad. I'm a yeah. huge rap fan, which is why I love it's it. Not my It's like the only thing. night that you just get yeah. rap. But it's See, also I a small was, bar. I thought it was like old, like classic rap. No. Oh no, it's like it's 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 mostly like that was bad. New, yeah, yeah, new rap. I got. I went. Um, I went to mushrooms <laughs> once and went. It was. <clears throat> you had a good time, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll do that next. It was, it was trippy, <laughs> um, but it it doesn't change the fact that it is a packed bar. Yeah, like, really packed. Yeah. Super loud. Yeah. Uh, you're on your feet the entire time. Yeah. Hearing you talk about this now, I'm going, how the fuck did you yeah. survive so, that So um, when I decide that I'm going to do something, I decide like weeks in advance usually. <laughs> right, okay. right. Um, so that night, um, it, we, m- my roommate and I and a friend of ours went out and I knew like two or three days beforehand. So I could like mentally prepare myself. <clears throat> I was like. For the day of, I, I worked. So I was like, hey, sleep in until this time, work for four hours, but sit in the back for at least two and a half of them. What do you do for work now? Sorry. Um, I'm a student, but I work um, just part time in the mall. Okay. Um, but my boss is like awesome. She's like, Milan, just sit down. Like, you know, it's just a small little store. Get home and just like lay down and <laughs> just like wait right. for the time just to chill come. For the time. Yeah. And I have to thing. like, like really plan accordingly. When I'm out, it's almost like I can like shut it off. I can like shut it off for the couple hours that I'm there, and then I'm on like I have like a full two days of recovery after right. that. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. How does it affect? Does it like I must affect dating or a like, lot. like personal <laughs> yeah. relationships? It's like a fucking job interview. Like when do you say? Yeah. Just by the way, I've got this friend with me. Yeah. Right. What do you do? Yeah. Um. Honestly, I'm not really good at it. So. When I was younger, like in high school, like I could hide it a little bit. You know, you just kind of like sugarcoat everything then. Um, but I got really lucky because there there was a guy we were like best friends and he it just kind of like was that and it wasn't he really knew. a question. He knew yeah. what was going on. Um, we didn't date in high school, but we dated after high school. So it was just kind of like segued into it really easily. It wasn't even really a question. Then when I moved to Halifax, I started dating someone and I was like, you know what? There's no right answer. So he dropped me off after a date one day and I just like sat in his car and I was like, listen, I, I, this is what my everyday life looks like. There's going to be really good days. There's going to be really bad days. There's going to be days where like, I don't like you. I don't like anyone. Like, take her to leave it. Peace out, got out of the and car. And, and left. you were also yeah. like, also, I want seven kids, and will you marry me and tomorrow? And will you marry me tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah like, essentially. Uh, Actually, no, at I the was time. I with you for the first little bit, but then the no, kids. No, it was opposite. Them. I know he was like, marry me tomorrow. Oh, wow. So that Whoa. worked out well. Oh, okay. That worked out okay for like a little while. So you guys are married? Wait, 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 wait. Hold, <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, hold yeah. on. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That worked out for a little while. Wait, the way you said that was, was like, he dropped that bomb on you after you were like, no, I have EDS. No. And he was like, I want to marry you. No. He was like, well, you that's were like, my kink. Mm, let's see what happens. <laughs> and then it went well for a little while. And then when he was really heartbroken, Changes mind. Thing, yeah. yeah. No, um, I actually, <clears throat> like looking back on it, I think that I, it was, that's one part of my life that I've actually been pretty lucky because the people that I have wanted to like invest in have been really receptive. And, yeah, right. Mm. So... And not a lot of people get that. I think that's a really there. There's something that you you sort of said in there that I think is really important to kind of pull out and, and examine for a second. But like the the idea of of 
Well, like, when do you tell someone? Like, yeah. when's the right time? And I think we've talked about this on the show a number of times. Or maybe it came up in the documentary. I don't know. But, like, the, there is no, no right time. Like, yeah. the right time mm. is the time that you make to, to, right. to make yeah. it happen. Yeah, yeah, like, it's kind just, of like there is no right time or there's always a right time. Or yeah. any time's the right time. Well, right. The, there's times where it's probably not the right time. But, like, <laughs> you know, there's, yeah, there's, I guess so. <laughs> there's never the right time. Like, like you just need to make like it. mid-climax. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. don't do oh, it. Oh, my God. Marry me. Maybe that's the best that time. Really could be. Yeah, it could be the best time. Yeah, um, <laughs> they just they just connect it with this like feeling of elation yeah. and just so much. Yeah. It's like yes, EDS is the best. Yeah. But I, I think I think to be more specific, like if if it's ever causing you stress that you're not talking about yeah. it, yeah, I feel then like that's I'm a good time lying. to talk that's about the fucking it. Time. You know? I do yeah. sometimes. Um, like. <laughs> Even like I started university again in January and even like meeting friends, I feel like there's Mm. such a big part of me that I don't talk about a lot, which is silly because like, you know, people talk about their family and like who they're dating and school and all that stuff. And people have these like very specific subjects that they talk about with others. And I have this huge one and I'm like, well, do I, is it going to be accepted or because for so long. People were like, oh, yeah, Milan's just like the sick girl. Like, no one really knows what's wrong with her. So, like, whatever, Mm -hmm. we just won't ask anymore. So, I'm like, I have all the answers now. So, do I talk about it or do I not? I say you do. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, no, but I do. I do. I'm sure you do. Yeah, I do. But it's like, like, Jerry, what you say all the time. It's like, don't let your illness define you unless you let let it define you on your own terms. Yeah, let it define you. Right. So, if if you talk about it, proactively mm-hmm. then, yeah. then you're taking the power away from that holding power against you yeah it's also this amazing like card that you have in your pocket yeah. at yeah. all times to be like hey By conversation's getting a bit stale yeah, yeah. So yeah. listen to this fucking story i'm on methadone yeah, yeah. oh my god i bring that I take up methadone three times a day yeah. and people are gonna be like whoa whoa what? whoa whoa, whoa. Yeah. what i love it tell me about that yeah I it's didn't very know true. you had this mm-hmm. issue, and you go, no, no, it's not the yeah. issue you think. And I've got my like accessibility parking pass, so people Fuck. are always driving That's around. That's another me. Yeah, <laughs> you can literally just yeah. pull that out. Yeah, and go, well, Guys, we like go downtown this. on like a Saturday night for dinner, and we're like, we're taking Milan's car. Like Milan, go get your literally side. Just yeah. park That's an right right there. That's like, an yeah. actual card. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, literally, you can it literally play that card. that's a great card to play. Yeah, it's it is a good thing to to just like remember to keep in mind because we have. I feel like we have a lot of people that probably listen. And I know that we do because we've had people that reach out and they they kind of have that sort of question of like, how do I talk about mm-hmm. it with my like family or my friends or whatever? You just fucking do. I know yeah. it's fucking interesting. It. I and I find that I think I think it maybe it plays into like how you how you approach it and how you talk about it. Like what your kind of um, what your kind of like tone and approach yeah. to talking about it is because. I find it fascinating. I mean, obviously, we find all this stuff really fascinating. Mm-hmm. We talk to people about this stuff all the time, and we're just curious and interested about it. Um, I feel like if you, if you, if if someone approaches that topic or whatever they're dealing with, and this kind of like, man, you know what, like that, like this, yeah. how crazy is that? Well, people bring taking- it up to me, like I, because I live here now. <laughs> so when I go home and I see family members, people like walk around the subject, or they like treat. Sometimes they like they ask, and they're like, "Oh, how are you feeling today?" And I'm like what do you think I'm feeling like Mm, I feel like shit all the time do you want me to answer that way like I'm a like a no that's a lie I'm not a positive person but I'm like I'm I'm functional I'm normal I'm happy all the time and I I talk about it like it's just like a fact like that's just what it is and Mm -hmm. there are some days where like everyone else I get really irritable because of my pain but everyone gets irritable so on those days just like 
you know, yeah. leave me alone. Yeah. Like there's a way to do it. And I don't, I don't ever talk about it. Like it's like a subject that's, that's apart from me that I just want to like inform you about. Like when you ask me how I am, like I'm going to be honest, but I'm yeah. also not going to like bore you to death with like me not sleeping. Yeah. You know right, what I mean? Right. Like it's just, well, it's just something that I kind of in, like integrate into my conversation now. One thing that's, that I find so fascinating is that the the human experience is so interesting and everybody has a, a unique and different story. And the way I kind of look at my life is like, I have a bunch of different areas to my life. And if you understand those different areas about my life or of my life, then you can really get to know me. So like, I, I like yoga. I grew up competing in canoeing. Um, I lived in Dubai for a bit. And like, if you understand these parts of my story, then you really get to know me. And people who live with, with illness, especially illness that's a huge part of their life, like if you can understand that part of their story, then you can get to know them in like such yeah. a deep and meaningful way. And probably way. hard to know them without it. Well, if right, I don't right. talk about it, then you don't know me. Yeah, because it's, so, it's yeah. so encompassing in your life. Mm-hmm. And going back to the whole like, it doesn't define you, but yeah. you let it. You you allow it to define you in the way that you want, that it, I want to. it to. Like it obviously plays a role in your well, life. Well, now it's not that I'm you. older, um, it took me a really long time to accept it. But I don't know who I am without it. Right. Yeah. Like my whole worldview, my perspective on everything is defined by what my you would be. Is. You would be a hundred percent a completely different person yeah. without it because yeah. the way that you relate to cooking food, to getting up mm-hmm. in the morning, to going to work, to doing well, sports, and to how doing I everything. and how I see like healthy people and me, I see. Like it can be a good and a bad thing because I can be very empathetic, but I can also be really harsh because mm-hmm. I, I see how people take things like the simplest things for granted so yeah. easily. So I can be quite judgmental, which I don't think is always a bad thing, but I do have to like reel myself back sometimes because I forget that like healthy people can get sick too or health, right. healthy people like, you know, get lazy in the sometimes. way that you see somebody taking something for granted you're like, you motherfucker, you don't yeah, know how good like you got I, it. Yeah, and like sometimes I keep to myself. Sometimes I call my mom and I really have to vent for a while because mm. it just gets me, it makes me so mad. Right. But ha- but they don't know any different. And it's and it's all re- and it's all relative. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. I, well, you know it's in, until I, in, I've haven't, I haven't experienced like that much hardship in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I will at some point. Someone said that to me the other day. I said, I said that you same thing lucky. and they, and they yeah. went, they went, you will. And I went, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And until I do relatively things are hard mm-hmm. for me. Exactly. But Cause you don't know anything different. Nothing, yeah. else has, nothing else has happened. What do you have to compare it to? Exactly. Yeah. When the time comes where that like really hard thing, whatever yeah. that is, I don't know. Do you want to, <clears throat> then that, then <clears throat> everything will continue to be relatively hard for me until that thing happens. At which point the things that were hard for me mm-hmm. won't be. Do you won't want be. us to get you there? Like, do you want us to, do you want me and Brian? Like we can take that on. <laughs> like you want to take me there? Yeah. Do you want to, yeah. Do you want us to like just give you that you thing that like is going to be really hard to deal with? Do you <laughs> have something to like to lay like, on me? I can like, waiting to tell Am you. I being fired from the podcast? <laughs> I was thinking like we burned down your apartment, but we could do or that I too. Or I could like Jesus. I could like um, dislocate your hip or like your shoulder. Oh, now my shoulder. Okay, that's fine. My hip that makes no. me want to throw yeah. up. The, and if you burned down my apartment, easier. I'd be in really financial like real financial ruin. Mm-hmm. Like that'd be really just, tough. Just to just to circle back to that that idea about talking about illness, though. Like, <laughs> oh, like the, that's the thing that 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 kind of blows my mind. And the thing that I didn't know before we started this podcast was like, hey, like as a person who is quote unquote healthy. I mean, I have Osgood yeah. Schlatter disease, but <laughs> you know, that, that's, I'll never forget that. But I do. Holy yeah. Shit. It's, uh, anyway, that's another story. 
but but like <laughs> that's as, another episode as, as someone as someone who's healthy like i should want to talk about people's illnesses because i'm going to get to know who they are more yeah. and as somebody who has has an illness they should want to talk about that because people are going to get to know them better mm-hmm. but it's far yeah. it's far more often is like in the way that you put it whereas people way. are like Oh, are yeah. you okay? Are you okay? Yeah. It's like a, there's a sadness, and I mean, fuck. I mean, now we're just circling back to the fucking ethos of the reason yeah. that we do this show in the yeah. first place, which is that we, people are too sad about it's it all just, the time. To be normal. Well, I think this is a, a good place to ask the question we we try to ask most of our guests, which is, what would you say is the biggest thing that EDS has has taken away from you in your life? Um, ballet. Hmm. I I was born and I just wanted to dance and that's always been like the thing I'm like a faithful person like I go to church and I read the bible I don't really know like what I said amen oh thanks I don't really know you even know what that means but okay (laughs) (laughs) but I I'm still conflicted on the whole like why do bad things happen to good people type of thing Mm. I don't like you know, it was just born this way like Mm. my dad my group like it's just it's genetic right but like I get I'm bored. I just want to dance and I haven't been able to find that like creative outlet yet. Mm. Um and like that might sound like really superficial, but like no, I get it. I've been able to like cultivate really good relationships. My relationships with my with my parents wouldn't be the same like I wouldn't appreciate them the way that I do mm. without being this way. Um I mean I've lost a lot of friends. Like are they friends to begin with if they mm. like leave, I guess. But mm-hmm relationships are hard all that stuff but like i'm pretty good on my own Mm. so i just want to i just want to do what i want if you could do one thing money doesn't matter the amount of time it takes to get to perfect it or whatever doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what would you do um i always wanted to be the sugar plum fairy in the nutcracker (laughs) i would like literally i would like cut the bullshit out, like no pain for like w- September to December. Go back to my old dance school and be the sugar plum fairy. That's what I would do. Oh, you mean in the okay? I yeah. thought you wanted to actually be be her. No. Yeah. Okay. Now no, I know. I makes, mean, like in the that show, makes way more sense. Wait, do you think there's a real sugar plum fairy out there? Well, I mean, I want to be Aladdin. <laughs> In no performance. <laughs> I just I want, want to, to be, be Aladdin. Him. I did wrap the, the context of the question in basically that nothing matters. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, right. I was yeah, like, sure. you no, want to be the circum player? That's I've fucking actually, fine Like, I've me. gotten that question before. It's like, if you could do anything, what would you do? And, like, I'm still just a normal person. I just want, like, my normal things. And that's what I fell in love with when I was growing mm-hmm. up. And that's what I would like to do. Mm-hmm. I still, like, I want a good job and I want a family yeah. and all that stuff. I thought of that question earlier because when you were kind of going <laughs> through, like, all the stuff that, that, that causes you pain, yeah. I was imagining that. You know this kind of this kind of this kind of takes some shit off the table. You know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, it takes so a lot like, off the table. So 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 not not taking into consideration like what you deal with, time, money, yeah. and all that shit. Like dance seems to be like a, yeah. a pretty a pretty like I would love to travel, but. Um, I get on an airplane and I throw up before and after with the pressure and the migraine. So, you know, if I want to like, let's say I want to go on like a 10 day trip to Europe, like that 10 day trip would have to be like three weeks just for like recovery period, you know, and like all of that Mm. stuff. But I wonder how how you'd fare in a submarine. (laughs) Probably. I don't know. The inverse of the plane because they're basically the... does Just anyone like react well in a submarine though? Yeah. I wonder Probably how you'd not. fare in a space shuttle. I don't know many people that fuck with submarines. I know, I know one, but uh, and he hasn't really told me I don't much, know. I'll, well, hook me up <laughs> and I'll, tell, I'll let you know. Yeah. Uh, what would you say is the biggest thing that your EDS has given you? 
um, like my worldview. Mm -hmm. I think that I, I have like a really, I have, people tell me that I have a face and like everyone can contest to that. I know everyone's life story. Like people see me and they're like, just like, they just come to me and they just like tell me their life story. And are you an empath? I'm, I mean, I didn't think so. I thought I was too judgmental to be an empath, but I must be because I, I'm obsessed with people's stories and like what, like I don't, I think that because I've dealt with like a lot of hardship, but I'm also like an emotionally, like I have like, everyone has, has like mental health issues at some point in their life. My anxiety, however, is like solely based on myself. So I can relate to people really easily. Mm-hmm. And I just, that's what I'm really good with connecting with people. Mm. I don't know. I'm in public relations. I don't know where that's going to lead me yet, but I'm just like really good at getting people to tell me all of their stories. And I'm really good at getting people to do what I want. And I think it's because I relate to people so easily. Or are you just very manipulative? Manipulative. Maybe I've like harnessed that. Yeah. So this is actually why (laughs) we brought you in. And, um, This is not an episode I, of Sick Boy. I, this I is, forced this it. This is an episode of Intervention. Yeah. Your family's in the next room. Season three. <laughs> we'll bring him on in, guys. Yeah. Yeah. But no, well, that's, that's I, yeah. a, you know, that's a nice thing. I think that's a nice yeah. thing to gain from. Yeah. From, like you know, I said to my illness. physiotherapist the other day and she kind of like laughed and rolled her eyes at me. But I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm terrified of the day where I wake up and I don't feel sick. Because I wouldn't know what to do with myself. Mm-hmm. Like when I have be really like good days. like an old days, person who retired. Like and bored. And they're like, yeah. But you'd still fuck. be you. Because you'd still have it. all the past experience that would inform the like, person I'm, that you are. Yeah, but I would, I feel like I wouldn't know what to do with that kind of, that amount of freedom. Usually they go yeah. to Florida. <coughs> um, yeah, Florida. <laughs> oh wait, we're talking about you. Sorry. We're talking about me again. Uh, yeah. about it actually people. very much, here. it actually is wildly similar to that to that to to somebody retiring and being like i've got all this time now you just get this crazy craving to buy an rv i wouldn't know what to do let's get a (laughs) timeshare timeshare my parents have timeshare of course they do my parents do too well i gotta say uh milan this was a wrong oh sorry uh milan still wrong milan oh there we go (laughs) Need some work, but it's okay. Milan. <laughs> uh, this was a really, really great conversation. I'm glad. I'm glad we had the opportunity to meet Same. briefly at a very loud rap show where I cried. Uh, <laughs> My eyelashes cry. almost fall. To Jeremy like, or at the cried show? At the show, she was just crying because no. of rap. <laughs> no, he hugged me and I lost my shit. I, I bawled <clears throat> because I, you it hurt. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. She's no, like, I didn't take my no. However, that is a really good point, though, because when I was younger, I'm like a little bit better now. But certain people can't hug me or touch me, mm. and I certain people because they squeeze too hard. No, it just no. Like my body knows when someone's really shitty. Like oh. if I like oh, you can't are trust an empath. them. Yeah, you definitely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess so. Um, I will like I can physically feel my body like reject them. Interesting. Right. So um, their auras. Well, or? just so we're clear, I'm I'm pretty sure you initiated that. I hug. initiated you put your arms that one, and I went, yeah. "This means hug." <laughs> yeah, and then I hugged you. Yeah, no, yeah. I um. Good uh, when pick I up on when that, I Jeremy's. found this podcast, I it was like the most refreshing thing I had ever heard because I was going through moving. 
like a huge flare up, like a huge change. And mm. I didn't know anyone here. So I couldn't relate to like, I couldn't talk about it. I didn't talk about it. it you know, mm. I just found it. And then I saw his stupid face and I was like, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. It is a stupid it was, face. It was, pretty, <laughs> yeah. it was pretty, uh, it yeah. was pretty fun. But it was pretty funny. I was also like really drunk. So you were just, so yeah. drunk, dude. I was with you right before you went. I know. And <laughs> you, you were hammered. I was so, I was, I was silly. Yeah. And then when you started crying, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I think I started laughing. Yeah. I was like, oh you my did laugh. God. Yeah. Yeah, but it was. Uh, it was. I'm not a lunatic. I no, just I got really. If you, emotional. if you were, if I got the, you know what, I, I sense people too, and if I sense that you were a lunatic, yeah. I definitely wouldn't have said, yeah. "Come on the Come show on. on Tuesday." Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, I'm glad you were in a loud environment because if you were in like a semi, like even just like a regular tame, like Saturday environment <laughs> or like a quiet environment, you would have been like, "Oh yeah. my god, this guy." Is, <laughs> Are you talking like, about me, dude? We were dude at, you know why? Dude, we were at you Colin's party and like. I'll tell you why. Holy it's fuck. because so it's, I I I don't ever. This I don't was ever, Saturday night. This yeah. is at the Darcy's Christmas party. I don't ever take THC, and uh, oh, that's right. Now yeah. you can get it, yeah. and and they have options for people like myself who can't smoke. So mm-hmm. I got some oils, and that night I was like, oh, I'm gonna like test this out before I have a Had few drinks. Had you never tried the oils before? No, not really. No, no. he was so, already drunk before we get went into the liquor store to buy. Already drunk in there, took a bunch <laughs> of sativa, and then. Drank Man, more. It just ended up being a whole night. It was. I had it was a, a night. I had a fantastic time, but I also was on. I was on. You know, I was on my. I was. Be, I was living my best life. Yeah. You were just doing you. I was just doing me, and I loved every minute of it. Anyway, all that to say, I'm glad we met. Thanks, I'm glad you same. came in and shared this. And uh, and yeah, thanks for thanks for coming in, and being on the show. Thanks. And thank you all so much for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back next week, as we always are, with another fantastic conversation. But in the meantime, head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a rating and a review and hit the subscribe button because all of those things just make us so happy. And uh, it is also the, you know, the Christmas holidays just happened. And, uh, you know, this is your late Christmas gift to us. Just go to Patreon. do that. Dot- and Come that, and, so, and, 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 my birth, and my birthday's coming up, so do this for my birthday. Birthday, Christmas, like you could basically wrap it, wrap it all into one. And if you want to give us some support, you can go to patreon.com slash sickboy. Super helpful, super, super happy when we get it. So we love you. And Merry yeah, Christmas. and we're actually just, we're in the middle of revamping we're our Patreon revamping too. Yeah, and uh, dude, big, big, big you know stuff. Coming. You can, you can go on to Patreon right now just for Christmas and Jeremy's birthday and give a one time recurring monthly donation. Just a one time recurring. <laughs> yeah. It's just a one. You just, you have to set it up once. Set it up once to recur. Just pay one time. Recurring. Well, you're looking yeah. for that changes everything plan. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and uh, and also thanks to Donovan for the amazing uh, soundscapes that he inserted throughout this episode. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just like random, random like rain, <laughs> rainforest. Don't sounds. do that, Donovan. Don't do that. Uh, we'll do it at least right now. Doesn't it sound so tropical in here? Wow, yeah, yeah, really wow, it's yeah. so beautiful. Yeah. Sounds, do you hear sounds that? Sounds like retirement. Is that a? Is that a? Hold on. Shh, shh. Is that a didgeridoo? Did I hear? Whoa, weird. Okay. Okay. This is getting very tribal. <laughs> oh, my God. Whoa, what was that? Okay, fucking move it on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And uh, thanks to Take Part for the theme music. Take part in this.bandcamp.com if you want to hear more of the music. That is it for this week. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. I'm Jeremy. Milan. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed your name. It's I love how you just said. Len. I love how you just. Oh wait, no, said no. Me, Len. So your name is Len. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. no, right. fucked up this whole time. Yeah. This is it.
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.